Welcome in to this weekend's episode of Thought and Theory. This is yet another segment to give empowerment and challenging thought, yet this time through biblical discussion. May listeners take on the word of God and take on new armor of faith as they listen on to these discussions. We thank you and may heaven continue to smile upon you. We'll be right back after these messages. And welcome in, family and friends, to this Saturday's episode of Theological Thought and Theory. I'm your host, Renande Summons. It is a privilege, it is an honor to serve as your presiding officer for Refuge in Mount Olive, as well as for the speaker for this moment of empowerment. Today, we'll be coming from a title and a focal point, Discipleship. Allow us to come from our scriptural reading from Matthew, the 26th chapter. We'll be reflecting on that entire verse, that entire uh, chapter, because we have just uh, embraced and concluded with the experience of Resurrection Sunday two Sundays ago, and many people, we just start to just fade out of the experience that was that was taught in Matthew 26. We, we get to a numbness that we don't realize how real the experience was from the Last Supper, to the plot against Christ, to Jesus predicting Peter's denial, to Gethsemane, to Jesus' arrest, to Jesus before Sanhedrin. We, we, we often don't go deep into these discussions and many people are lost because of it. I want us to talk about the disciples on today because the disciples, the 12 of them, had all valuable, relevant roles in Christ's career in those three years of ministry. And in my experience of 24 years of life thus far, I have noticed that we are so caught up on striving to have such a heavy following. But before we get so concerned about a a heavy following, let us look at Matthew, the 26th chapter, reflect on it and dissect it a little bit together. And I encourage and I pray that the listeners read and study the entire chapter of Matthew 26. But we'll be beginning. I want to get to the meaty part of everything. And we're going to start... Give me one moment. 
So we will begin at Matthew, the 26th chapter, the 31st verse, which reads, Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. So what Christ is saying is that because you all followed me, you all are going to go the same way I'm going to go. You are also going to die with me. And so then it continues to read, but after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, even if all fall away on you, I never will. Now, how many times in our life have we heard someone say to us, I don't care if anybody leaves you or if they doubt you, I got your back. And when we look around, that same person who said they were going to be there is nowhere to be found. We like to take this, this, this story of Christ's crucifixion to, to the seventh level. And I believe that we need to simplify it in, in a way that we understand these human experiences, these human experiences that has been happening since the Bible days. And Peter is convinced. He said, I'm not going to fail you. I'm not going to leave you. I, I Truly, I tell you, Christ answered this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And see, we think Jesus was this, this, this weak person. But could you imagine someone saying to you prophetically when they were going to, when you were going to screw them over? <laughs> someone can prophetically say to you in the spirit, you are going to screw me over. And then we continue to read in the 36th chapter, then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane and they went in. He took Peter and the two sons along with him and he began to be sorrowful and troubled, then said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Christ is saying, please watch my back. I feel like they're about to kill me. Could you imagine how you would feel if one of your close friends, your dearest friends told you, I feel like people are about to kill me. You need to watch my back. But catch what happens. They go into the, Christ goes into the garden to pray. Then it reads on the 40th, 40th chapter, then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men watch couldn't you men keep watch with me for an hour? He asked Peter. Then the 41st chapter, the 41st verse of this chapter reads, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. See, our spirit has great intention, but it is up to our flesh to actually fulfill those convictions. It is the flesh we fight with constantly. Now, as much as we want to sit there and condemn all the disciples for falling asleep when none of them were, when everyone was just in such a lax moment, I'm pretty sure some of them were trying to stay alert and trying to stay on their best, best cognizance, but slumber came upon them. 
and you're traveling here to there, you're walking, you're going to the, you know, you got finally a little bit time to rest and relax. I'm trying to empathize with the disciples here because after Christ has just told them, you all are going to leave me, but watch my back. And then they fall asleep. How would that make you feel? And then we can go down to the 45th verse and said, then he returned and said to them, are you still sleeping? Because Christ went three times to pray. Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the son of man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. And so we could imagine the amount of fear our Savior is under. The amount of stress, rather, he is under. Pharisees about to kill him. His disciples could give rats to nothing. It, 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 is, a, it is a feeling that you have done this. But he, Christ had to endure that level of neglect. And may we strive to understand if Christ had to endure this level of neglect so that we wouldn't. Because it's all of these experiences Christ had to go through so that we would not have to suffer through these things. We, we just think that it's at the cross. But it's through these moments, through these challenges, Christ had to go through them in order to be ready to teach a broken world how to be strong when these situations happen because they won't destroy us, they won't defeat us. Our trust is not in the discipleship, it is in our Lord through Jesus Christ. Christ knew that his trust and safety and security was not in his disciples. He knew his all in all was not going to be in the protection of his own disciples who walked with him, who witnessed who witnessed miracles performed by Christ, who witnessed him make ailments come to healing, who helped deliver demons out of people. These same people were not going to support, rather run away. And then we move down to when Peter disowns Christ later on in the chapter, when you go down to the 74th verse, and I will start from there. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me. And he went outside and wept bitterly. A woman recognized him in the area and said, you walked with Christ. And he tried to deny it. And they said, we know you by your accent. We know you by your attire, how the way you present yourself, you walked with Christ. And he denied and tried to act like he was a everyday commoner and sinner. How could we have done that? How could, how could he have done that? But then we look at our day-to-day -day living. Many people are saved and they act like blasphemous sinners. They act like heathens. They would rather denounce Christ because 
you got a big red obvious mark that you are a child of the king, but you want to act like a spawn of Satan. Let us learn to get our house in orders so we don't make that same mistake as Peter did. We are already disciples of the, of, of the true and living God. So there is no need for us to deny our calling in this life. Our discipleship is how we live out this life day in and day out and confess Christ Jesus and live in in our truth. Now we could sit here and be Bible bangers and talk about Jesus all day and do nothing that is impactful to the kingdom of God. First, it is in our living. If Peter walked with Christ himself and still denied him, how are we not susceptible to doing the same thing? We must be real in that consensus moving forward. We must be real as we go into this new week of opportunity and blessing, we have blessings to unfold, but it's all according to the discipleship we uphold in our living. And we would like to thank everyone for tuning in to this Saturday's episode of Theological Thought and Theory. We came from a title and a focal point, Discipleship. We understand from reflecting and analyzing Matthew, the 26th chapter, that we need to be pure disciples, learning to live through the divine light Christ Jesus had simplified through his three years of ministry. It is important for us to remember not to scatter and flee from our appointment, from our calling. We have been appointed according to Matthew 26, the 41st chapter, to watch and pray so that we will not fall into temptation because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And we understand that we need to put our strength, our trust in the appointment our life has been called to under the light of God. May we not deny our Savior. May we not deny what God has done for us in any capacity or form. We have been called to live purely in discipleship. Thank you so much. May heaven smile upon you. And we look forward to seeing you here for our next Saturday's episode of Theological Thought and Theory. are so grateful for the listeners of Refuge of Not Olive podcast and we want to stay connected with you. So to stay connected with us via social media, you can follow us on Instagram at r.o.m.o underscore underscore. And then you can follow us on Facebook at Refuge of M.O. And if you want to watch us on YouTube, you can look up Refuge of Mount Olive, and then you will see our subscription profile as the first selection. Thank you so much, and may heaven continue to smile upon you.